Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bite Size Cinema. I'm your host RJ McCready and for this episode we'll be taking you guys back to year in 1977 to look at the air disaster movie Airport 1977. So let's get on to the 747, let's play you guys a trailer and I'll see you soon. Flight 23 Sierra, a private 747. The luxurious plaything of one of the world's wealthiest men. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad you could join us. I've lost contact with 23 Sierra. The passengers, a collection of the rich and the beautiful. He's just not here. The cargo, a priceless fortune in art. Well, they're in the Bermuda Triangle. And now, Flight 23 Sierra is off course and in trouble. is Airport 77. Drown in here. Nobody is going to drown. The plane is pressurized. Have you radioed for help? Radios don't work underwater, but our course has been tracked on radar, and they know exactly where we went down. What'll we do? Calm down. We run out of air. I said calm down! An unforgettable adventure. An all-star cast. Starring Jack Lemmon. Brenda Vaccaro. Chambers flew us a couple of hundred miles off course. The search planes will never look for us here. There's no chance of We're on our own. Lee Grant. Christopher Lee. We're us. We're us. They're a bunch of strangers. That's your problem. You think everybody is us. Joseph Cotton. Olivia de Havilland. <laughs> Darren McGavin. Any increase in pressure will crush this fuselage like an empty beer can. George Kennedy and James Stewart as Philip Stevens. My daughter and my grandson are on that plane. Don't get too close to the door. <laughs> This is Navy Search Base. Go ahead, Navy Search 5. Have located the aircraft at coordinates given. The aircraft is completely submerged. I want this to be a first stage alert. It could be helos, scuba teams, compressors, air hose packages, the works. I want this treated exactly like an emergency sub-salvage operation. The tradition of motion picture excitement continues. Airport 77, bigger, more exciting than Airport 75. Now, welcome back, guys. So the synopsis for this film is art thieves hijack a 747, they hit fog and crash into the ocean, trapping them and the passengers under 100 feet of water. It's a PG, it's got 114 minute runtime, and it's classed as a action drama thriller. It was backed by Universal Pictures with a reasonably modest budget, I'd say back in the 70s, for $6 million. And despite it having some mixed critical receptions back in that time, it actually was a box office hit. It made $30 million at the box office. And it was one of the 19th highest grossing movies from 1977 with uh, two... Uh, Academy Award nominations as well, so it didn't do too bad. And um, it is actually the third instalment of a air disaster movie from the 70s. I think you had Airport to start with, Airport 1975, the one with Charlton Heston, 
and then of course this one here and then I think it followed on with a Concorde one and then a sort of Starflight one where they go to the edge of space or something like that so um, disaster movies were big in the 70s and you know I've spoken about this before with Dan Bone where we've said um, that films scared us and boy did they do you know what I mean it's like uh, when I was growing up in the 80s I watched these films on a Saturday afternoon so you had um, The Tower Inferno The Poseidon Adventure Earthquake um, you had Jaws you could throw that one in there as well because it was kind of like something that would scare you to go into the water I think there was another one called Grey Lady Down with Charlton Heston uh, I think there was a city on fire. So the disaster movie was big in the 70s and it worked. And it was the film that um, used to come on on a Saturday night during the 80s. So it's one that we look forward to going to watch. And like I said, like I said this before in my previous episodes, these films scared me. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't go into a tower block. I couldn't go on a plane. I was scared there was going to be an earthquake. I couldn't go into the sea. <laughs> so, and like I say, guys, I've mentioned this before um, on my show, but this is the effectiveness, but they worked. So this is why I thought I'd choose a, a disaster movie today for the show. And the reason why I've picked this one out of all the others is because this was actually my favourite one. And I think because I watched this when I was about 10 years old. Now, you've got to look at this. Um, so you've got an airplane, which is cool. You've then got Hijack, which is pretty cool as well, which is pretty uncool in real life, but you know what I mean, as a, as a cinema you know, viewer, you're getting a hijacked plane, so you've got some action, you've got some suspense. And then you've also got a really good cast. And then on top of that, I'll go to the cast in a minute, actually, before I go into the cast, you've actually got, <laughs> it's almost like the producers of this film said, let's just chuck everything in here. So let's have it where the plane crashes into the sea and it submerges into the water. I'll tell you what, let's have it in the Bermuda Triangle because that's quite a, that's quite a hot topic in the 80s or in the 70s as well with all the unexplained mysteries. So that's pretty cool because you had a lot of, um, obviously in the Bermuda Triangle, your planes disappear and boats and all that sort of stuff. That makes it pretty cool. Um, and then of course you've got, I think you've got some really good special effects in this movie as well. Um, sort of practical special effects you've got um, obviously models and matte paintings and all that sort of stuff and then you've got the stellar cast you've got Jack Lemon. he's a veteran actor I think he plays a really good part in this movie he's like the leading man and he's obviously got a backstory which you don't they don't go into but I could imagine that he's probably a you know ex-navy pilot could possibly have been in World War II, the Korean War, Vietnam, and then become an airline pilot because he's a he's a real sort of strong leading guy in this movie. And I think he plays it great. And from all the other films that he's been in, this is kind of different for him, being like the action hero, and it just pulls off really well. And then of course you've got um, it's like a who's who. You know, you look at the actors in this movie, you kind of oh yeah, there's uh, Jill Gerard from Buck Rogers, and then you've got Christopher Lee from the Hammer horror movies. And then you've got James Stewart, you know, another veteran actor. And then, of course, he's in, he just turned up in all of these films. He'd become like the sort of go to man for a, a disaster movie, which is, of course, George Kennedy. Um, he's become the sort of disaster hero, uh, want for a better word. So, yeah, he turns up in this movie. And there's other actors that turn up as well, uh, which I'll talk about later on. But, like I say, it's got a really good cast. 
good story, good plot, it moves at a really good pace. And you've also got the US Navy that were actually involved in this movie as well. So um, so at the end of the movie they actually say that this air disaster is fictionalised. Although unfortunately we have had disasters like this, unfortunately something of recent. But it does say that it's a, it's a fictional movie. Uh, this didn't actually happen. But the actual US Navy, the way they they perform this rescue is real this is a textbook rescue this is what they would do this would happen so the navy got involved you've got real navy ships possibly a real navy crew when you've got the underwater dive teams and all that so they, that's that's actually a favorite part of my movie at the end when they're like um, conducting the rescue i think it's really cool um you know for back in 1977 with universal and everything i think they've uh, created some really good effects it's very sort of uh, there's a lot of conviction there um so yeah i'm as you can hear in my voice i'm a fan of the movie like i say great cast great special effects good soundtrack um good performance by jack lemon uh, great supporting cast some veteran actors as i said you've got hijacking you've got a, sort of was it like a sort of art heist uh, Bermuda Triangle, plane flies into an oil rig, goes underwater, gets rescued by the Navy. So this is why I picked this movie today because it takes me back to being a 10 year old where I thought this is everything I want as a, as a you know disaster movie. Um, so yeah, let's have a look at some other stuff here guys. Um, this is quite a good one to mention as some trivia. So from 1977 till the early 80s, you actually had a Universal Tour attraction in California. It was called Airport 77. And it was actually a screen test theatre where um, visitors could be part of this adventure. Uh, the audience were chosen to play various parts and they would be involved with key scenes from this film. And then at the end of the tour, uh, they would actually be offered a 8mm uh, videotape where they could re-watch it so that's pretty cool but I think this only I think this got cut I think like I say it was only available for a few years in Universal so that's kind of what they do um, so that's pretty cool and a few other bits of trivia here guys so you've got uh, Christopher Lee I know there's uh, some horror fans that listen to my show the quote like this one where Christopher Lee actually accepted this role um, mainly because he uh, would allow him to work with Jack Lemmon so that's pretty good to hear when you know actors get along like that and Jack Lemmon actually um, had some training with the US Navy and some pilot training as well because he wanted to know what everything, how everything worked on the 747 and the scuba diving equipment which he uses in the end. So he felt like that would help him uh, with his acting role, which is something which I know that actors do. You know, if they play a part of the military, they do some training and stuff like that, which is good. So that brings a little bit more conviction to the role. And the film was actually directed by Jerry Jameson, who would then go on to make a film called Raise the Titanic, which is kind of like a similar theme, obviously, raising a uh, vehicle out of the ocean. But that was actually a box office flop, unfortunately. But um, it's a pretty good book. It's a Clive Custler book, which I've also mentioned on the show before. So there you go, guys. There's some trivia. Um, there's a bit about how this film was made, how it was all put together. So... Um, Let's have a look at this, this film then guys, let's do a bite-sized review of Airport 1977. So the film starts off with wealthy Philip Stevens who is a art collector and this is played by James Stewart and he's been flown in his luxurious um, helicopter which is actually a Bell Jet Ranger which is something we're all familiar with in horror fans which is the RJ McCready helicopter. So I just noticed that there, always like to shout that out. 
So he's been flown to his Florida estate and he's been interviewed by the press and he's basically saying that he's going to be having his artwork transported on this Boeing 747 which is a luxurious modified airplane. And on board the plane is going to be his um, adult daughter and her young son who he's going to meet for the first time. You are then introduced to our hero of the movie which is Jack Lemmon who is uh, test flying the plane. And then you're also introduced to some art thieves here who obviously want to go and steal this collection mid-flight and their plans are to use some gas to knock out the passengers, steal the artwork, land on an island and then go to South America. So basically that's their plan and that is the basic plot of this movie. You're also introduced to several other characters I mentioned earlier. You've got Christopher Lee and Jill Gerrard. And you're also introduced to Jack Lemmon's longtime girlfriend who they plan to get married so you've got like a bit of a sort of side um, love love story there so as i said earlier guys you've got a lot of backstories here um you've got the, like i say christopher lee and jill gerrard he's jill gerrard's obviously having an affair with his wife so there's there's little bits that they go into but not too much so there's a lot of dramas going on amongst the passengers on the plane so the plane takes off um like i say everybody's having a good time on board it's that typical 70s movie where there's like a there's a casino on board the plane there's the chef in the kitchen making all the food you've got the guy behind the bar um, it's all set up everybody's having a good time and then you've got the terrorists who are hiding amongst the passengers and the crew they're dressed up as waiters and you've also got a little bit of a twist here where the co-pilot is actually a terrorist as well or hijacker, I want to say terrorist, the hijacker. Um, so you get like a little bit of a twist there. Um, Jack Lemon gets knocked out. The rest of the passengers on the plane get knocked out by the gas. And then this is where the co-pilot takes over. The US Navy alerted that something's gone wrong with the plane. And then this co-pilot brings the plane down. He was obviously now the hijacker. He's flying over the Bermuda Triangle, as I said earlier. It's a foggy. He can't really see what's in front of him. The radar's down. And then this is where he goes into a oil rig. And you get a scene now where it hit the, the side of the plane hits the, the oil rig and it goes crashing into the ocean. So the movie runs at a really good pace, it really gets into it and like I say now you've got the plane which has crashed into the Bermuda Triangle and it descends 100 feet below and it's, I think it's like perched on the ledge. So all the time for this movie you've got the suspense of this movie, um, of this plane, you're thinking that it might just drop over the side so you've got that suspense as well. So now you've got um, the passengers, they're starting to gain consciousness. Um, Captain Gallagher, played by Jack Lemmon, he recovers after being knocked out. Um, and he realises what is going on. But this is pretty cool because he keeps his calm. Uh, and this is where he becomes the lead character because uh, pretty much all hell was broken loose. The plane's crashed, it's gone into the water, it's sunk 100 foot below. But he's keeping his cool, he's taking over as captain. He's, look, he's saying to everybody, look, you know, you need to remain calm we need to look after all the injured passengers everybody needs to uh, try and help everybody else out and we're going to work a way to get out of this and he says that we've got enough um, oxygen and air pressure to try and keep us alive 
And at this time, Captain Gallagher thinks that there's a tracking device, so he thinks that the US Navy will know where they are, but that's wrong because the only surviving hijacker, which is the co-pilot, tells him that he took the plane 200 miles or 600 miles off course to go to this island, obviously to go and steal all of the um, artwork. So now Captain Gallagher has to, it's one of those do something or die situations where he says, right, I'm going to have to try and get a homing beacon back up to the top of the surface so then the Navy can track us. Now this is a pretty cool scene because now you've got Christopher Lee who joins forces with Jack Lemon, Captain Gallagher to try and get this tracking device back up to the surface because Christopher Lee's character is um, like an amateur scuba diver so he thinks he can help. So you've got this scene now where they try to get out from the only sort of possible air hatch which is contained to get off the plane. <laughs> and you get a scene here, it's quite a horrible scene where Christopher Lee gets knocked out by the door through the sort of air pressure and the water gushes in. And I think this is where Christopher Lee goes into hammer horror mode because he's he's drowned and you've got this like really sort of horrible looking expression on his face where he's drowned and I think this is him going into his hammer, you know, Dracula mode where it looks quite frightening actually. So he's dead, Captain Gallagher manages to get out, he gets to resurface above onto the ocean and he lets off the tracking device and then this is where you get the US Navy turn up and you do the rescue. So the US Navy turn up and they conduct a rescue, um, aided by um, Captain Gallagher, who says that, you know, I'm an amateur driver, but I want to help out because I know how the plane is built and I can tell you exactly where the bulkheads are to conduct this operation. And as I said earlier, you've got George Kennedy who turns up as well and he's maintaining comms at the command centre. So uh, like I said at the beginning of the movie guys, you've got a really good scene now where you've got some well, obviously live naval vessels that turn up on set for this movie with what I would imagine is um, a live navy crew who are helping make this film as well so you, everything's like put into operation and this film kind of goes from a, obviously a, it, it is a disaster movie but you've now got a real life uh, US Navy rescue mission so everything that you see here in this film is how they would conduct this type of rescue which is pretty cool so they've got um, divers going down onto the 747 and they're using like airbags with straps to try and lift the plane up and then obviously whilst all this is going on you now have got and this is you know I'll be the same if I was on that plane you've now got the survivors who are you know starting to panic People are starting to get a little bit sort of jumpy now. You get one woman who tries to open up the door and get off the plane and she gets knocked out. As the plane is starting to submerge, you've got some suspense here where the straps are starting to um, unattach themselves. You get some of the airbags that just sort of blow up. So they've chucked in some suspense, but then the, the, the plane comes up to the surface, they open up the hatches and they commence a rescue. Um, but they get everybody off of the plane except um, Jack Lemons or Captain Gallagher's girlfriend. So they're left on the plane. So again, you've got a bit of a suspense moment where the plane is starting to go back down into the ocean. But they get off to get off the plane. They get rescued by a helicopter. And that is pretty much the end of the movie, guys. I mean, like I say, this movie does really sort of go at a pace. And that's kind of what I like about it. And it's just got all the things that you kind of want for a disaster movie. It doesn't hang about. It's got some good characters. 
Um, it's got some really good sort of, sort of subplots in there as well. Like I say, you've got the Bermuda Triangle thing, plane that's gone underwater, the rescue mission by the Navy at the end. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll give this um, disaster movie a thumbs up um, out of all the other ones. I think the other airport movies are quite good. The one with Charlton Heston. Um, I think that's the one where a plane goes into a plane and then he's got to sort of jump planes and all that sort of stuff. So they are quite entertaining the disaster movies um, and like I say you get some familiar characters that turn up like I say um, Charlton Heston's turned up on a few of these I think he was in Earthquake you had Steve McQueen and Paul Newman in you know the Tower Inferno so they did attract um, some stars for for these movies so it's kind of like hot property and um, I was just thinking about this before recording the episode have we got any disaster movies I don't really think it's sort of playing a bit of a trend but we probably will do uh, the last one I can sort of remember was uh, Armageddon by Jerry Bruckheimer um, and Don, I think there's a Don Simpson movie. Um, so they do kick around from time to time, um, like I say, asteroid movies. Um, so yeah, the, the disaster movie does sort of come back and forward in Hollywood and you know, from time to time some good ones do turn up. So um, if you haven't seen this film, go check it out. You know, it's... Um, you know, obviously, made in the 70s, I think it holds up quite well with special effects and story and everything like that. So, go check it out. So, there you go, guys. That's my Bite Science review of Airport 1977. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, I'll be back very soon, actually. I'm recording um, in a few days' time with uh, Dan Bone, who's becoming my regular sort of co-host on the show for uh, The Princess Bride. And I've also got one of my listeners, Kate Pollock, who's coming on board for that show. So it's going to be a special episode because it's the first time I've recorded with uh, three people, including myself. So you're kind of getting treble with a bite size on that episode. So look out for that. So there you go, guys. Um, hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, a little bit of admin for the show. I am a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. So please go and check out all the other shows there. I'll play a promo at the end of the show. I've also got a Facebook page where I'm most active, so put anything on there, any films that you possibly want me to go and have a look at, post them on there, any comments and stuff like that. Leave us any feedback for the show, let us know how it's all going. And um, there you go guys, Uh, so keep it bite-sized, keep it safe and I will see you soon. show then make sure you check out the other great shows on the legion podcast network like cinema psyops cinema beef devour the podcast duncan and Bo come correct exploding heads horror movie podcast friday the 13th get slayed the hell Ming power hour hello this is the doom show hero hero ghost show kill the cast underwater kaiju from outer space jerry hates action legion after dark mental health obsessive cinema discourse 
Pick 6 Movies, the podcast by The Cemetery, the podcast on Haunted Hill, the Psycho-Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. 